Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. All right, welcome. <laughs> welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. A.K.A. Puddle Boy, A.K.A. Dry Dick, A.K.A. Poop Hands, A.K.A. Twelve Falls, A.K.A. Old Gray Balls, A.K.A. Mice, A.K.A. Garbage Face, A.K.A. Quarantine Cock, A.K.A. Borantine Balls, A.K.A. ATC, A.K.A. A.K.A. This is this is the first quarantine pod coming from my bed. Uh, it's the only thing coming, if you know what I mean. Uh, well, I came actually a lot because I've been jerking off more than I've ever have in my life because we have 24 hours with nothing but our thoughts and I have no girlfriend or no wife. So it's just me and my hand and my little cock, but maybe someone that can, you know, tell me how it goes for a woman over there that's living with her parents. Great comedian, many specials on Netflix. One of my bet, my best friend. I'll go best friend. Whoa, dude. Well, I know. Well, I don't we'll think see. I'm ready for that title in your life. Okay, third best friend. Great. A.K.A. A.K.A. <laughs> AKA my best friend. My very best. I'm going to put on sunglasses <laughs> later. I can't keep them on for this. This is All right. just. All right, Nikki Glazer. Hi. Ladies. Oh, um, my God. Okay, so many things to say. Thanks for um, saying that I'm your best friend. That was really nice. Wish I could repay the favor. Um I also, you're you're number three, too, on my list, too. But you're my best guy friend, for sure. Yeah, you're my best girlfriend. Okay, good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Yeah, well, I'll I'll keep that, and I'll hold on to it for the next um, couple days, at least. It's been a while since I've seen you. You're dropping in the ranks steadily. Oh, same with you. I mean, like, every day we don't see each other, I don't see my friends, I truly... I'm like, I feel like a little psychopathic when it comes to letting people go. Like, I don't have a problem being like, that was fun. Good. That was good. We can't really hang out and communicate as much. So, like, let's just stop talking because it becomes a waste of your time to keep in touch with people sometimes. I mean, for me, there are certain people I can do it with. But, like, if I stay go, if I stay away long enough in New York, I can't keep these friendships will not be maintained. Okay. Well, not you, but I'm like, do you feel that way right now? Like I'm scheduling. I have a 5 p.m. Um, Google Hangout with five girlfriends just because we're like, we don't fucking see each other and talk. I'm in St. Louis. I'm going to just forget about th- or I'm going to forget to care about their lives. OK, that makes sense. I mean, I think I don't th- how I view it is, you know, I have best friends from home that I don't talk to right. regularly. But I don't – and then when I see them, it's all like – it's great to see them. We pick right up. But yeah. do I talk to – yeah. So it's not like they're out of my life. I'm not going to think no, about them at all. I but I guess you just, what I mean is I've, I just noticed this pattern in my life of – and it's probably like my own issues of like I don't find it very – I find it hard to say goodbye, so I don't really say goodbye. And then I don't – like to miss people, so I don't want to talk to them when they're not around. And I find it very easy to move on. Like when I've moved, because I've moved in, L- I lived in LA, then I lived in New York, then I lived in LA, then I lived in New York. And 
both times I lived both places, I was able to pick up right away and get back with the people I hung out when I was there before. But for those two years I didn't spend with them when I was in the other city, I was a bad friend in terms of staying in touch. Okay. And like, but I think that some people are really good at like, and it's not that I was a bad friend. It's just like it, it, I don't need to, I don't, it can just be on ice until we meet again. But some of my friends were very hurt by how quickly I can just kind of shift gears to my new life. That's why I'm like nervous about this. I'm like, oh shit, I'm shifting gears pretty soon here. This is like, I'm settling in. (laughs) You're settling in to your parents' house? I mean, kind of. I was just thinking about like. I mean, you were talking about jerking off, which I really want hey, to get Nick, back to. Nick, real quick, can you make the cam- my PIP thing or whatever is like covering your head? So, oh, your what? Does that makes sense. Like my little picture on Facetime. Oh, your little pitch is, is covering your face. Okay, so. where is it? You can move it. Do you know that you can move it with your finger? Yeah, I know, like but man? then you'll go. Make it move Mar- Marion's face. Is yeah, that now better? you're good. Now you're perfect. Yeah, but then Marion's no. not in the shot, and that's very essential well, to does- this podcast. Whatever. Yeah, it's huge. She's around my neck in a, in a pupusa. It's it's truly the most comforting thing in my life, and she seems to enjoy it too. But um, yeah, I just feel like I'm settling into my parents' house. I'm like, maybe I could work from here forever. Maybe I could find a husband here. Maybe I could buy a house. Like I was just walking on a run yesterday. I was like, I could buy that house and like invest in. I don't know. I'm just like, is this the new? Is this it? I don't know. I mean, I think those kind of like. I feel like we think differently in a lot of ways in regards to like, this is it. Like, like you check in a lot with like where you're at. I do. Every, every day. I feel like you do. As opposed to me, I'm just like, all right, we're going to keep going. You're going to come back to New York. It's not a big deal. 45. Like, I like to look at it optimistically. And I am like, too, oh. though, but I'm also, I am too. Like it kind of makes me happy to fantasize about a life that, uh, was never on the table for me before with stand-up comedy and with working in TV. But now that those industries both collapsed, (laughs) I can just fall into St. Louis and just stay here. I mean, I always have said there's no reason I would ever live in St. Louis again unless I was taping a a, filming a movie that shot here or um, now I can add – or if my dad got sick or something. But now it's – now my dad's probably going to get sick from fucking Corona. So add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like when your friends get mad at you for leaving, I don't know if it's so much. I, th- I think what happens is, is business and friendship get blurred. And like, mm. let's say, I don't know. Dep- I, well, what friends would be getting You're mad projecting. at you once? Maybe no, I, I am, but I don't just, think I'm completely off. No, my friends day. in that have gotten mad at me before I was not working with them. It's, it was more of us. Like we were codependent on one another to hang out every single day because the thing is I've never really had, like I've had boyfriends, but even when I have boyfriends, I like, I have girlfriends where I see them every day. I kind of get obsessed with them. We hang out constantly. Like I've always been that way. Like a lot, a lot of girls in high school, like didn't have friends, but I had girlfriends that I like were like, felt like relationships. I mean, we didn't hook up, but it was just very intimate. I longed for them. And um, and now I can kind of just b- hop to the next one. I can replace one girl with another one. It's almost like uh, relationships. 
Yeah, I don't. But think I also that, foster that's... like uh, that's why I have so many dinners where it's like five girls because I want them all to be friends so we can all hang out together and I don't have to choose. Okay, that's very natural though. I mean, people move, then they stop talking, but it's not like you're not friends anymore. And if they, I don't even understand like someone that would get upset at you over that. I mean, I've yeah, done that a lot in my life. Codependent friends, I, you know, yeah. have you ever had a friend that likes you more than you like them and not even likes you just is needs you more than you need them at that time in your life? Yeah. Yeah. yeah needy sure. ass friends. Um, and I've but, been a needy ass friend before, too. And so I try to give it back. But I don't even have, know how I got in. I'm not. Uh, I feel like you always try to argue me out of things. I'm not like stress, no, I'm not. stressing about I'm not, this. I'm just saying I'm it's arguing. a way that I am. I don't think I'm arguing you. I'm just saying that you're, you're picking wrong. your toenail in an anxious way that makes me lead to look at. Can I just just look at you, Andrew? This is I'm killing it. You look cool. I got to be honest. You look, I'm going to screenshot this because it does look cool. Um, you're wearing sunglasses. You know, it's just the sunglasses. I mean, this look without sunglasses would look terrible. But instead, I'm kind of like, wow, he's just like has his own style. Wait, take off the sunglasses and let's see what this is really about. Um, okay, it still looks kind of cool. It's a little sadder. <laughs> suddenly, the feet become more exposed when you take off the sunglasses. Like suddenly, the, the feet popped into frame for me. I and I saw your pit. bare fucking feet on your bed sitting in a way that like, I don't know. It's just, it seems you're sitting in a way that like makes your dick feel best to sit. Like it's not a way you'd sit in public, but it's like it's a way you sit in It's not about my bed. dick though. It's about my hips. Oh, is like, it? I can't sit Indian style without constant. It's not what we like, call it anymore. What do we call it? Native, Native American, American style. style. I mean, that's way too long. Buy me a Coke. Um, (laughs) I would if we were still friends. And if I drank Coke. (laughs) I, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm literally doing this from my bed now. I just put a picture up on it. Yeah. If you don't have sunglasses on, the room looks way sadder. (laughs) I mean, do you wear sunglasses for every episode? I used to. Uh, Did you not do it for Mark Norman? I didn't. Uh, I didn't wear them. No, that was live. Uh, it was. I'm just li- doing it for fun, you know. Just, yeah, just- but I just wondered why today because I I got ready for this and honestly, to those of you watching or let me just give you a close up. Um, I haven't put on makeup in over a week, which has been amazing. But um, I like forgot how to do it, and I being on camera today, I'm like, oh fuck, and so I just got all ready, and I come in here. And I'm doing my eyes. My eyes are what's suffering the most during this quarantine because I'm smoking so much pot. And so it just drags your eyes down. I'm sleeping so much. I'm not drinking any water. Like, literally any water. Wait, why are you not drinking water? I don't know. I just don't want it. <laughs> what it's are like, you drinking? Seltzer? I'm, uh, seltzers, which counts as water, okay, but not really. Like counts. Real water. You got to drink real water. And I don't know why. I just. You don't, probably don't morning, trust St. Louis water or no? It's not the taste of it. It's just right now, I just, I don't, but I'm not alone, dude. There are people, like, some of the things that, you know, all the memes going around of, like, treat yourself right during quarantine. One of the main things is, like, drink water. Like, people are legit forgetting to drink water. So I, um, and you got to drink it while we still got it, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying. So, yeah, I forgot to drink. I'm not drinking water. So I look horrific. Like in terms, but I don't even care, which is the the great part of it. Like I'm aging and I don't care. So anyway, um, 
But then I got in here to to get ready, and I got my eyes all done. Like I put on mas- mascara and eyeliner. I did my brows, and then you have these thick shades on. And I'm like, well, <laughs> fuck that. I want that. And then I put on mine, and these are too dark, and I can't. I'm I'm literally can't see. And I well, actually, now it feels pretty good. I'm gonna leave them on until they don't feel good again. <laughs> you look cool as fuck. I do look cool as fuck. God damn it. It just Think works. Think you're cooler than me. Um, got your line of shades you on. You got your dang, dang. There's all these songs in the 90s and early 2000s that sound like cats singing. Me and my friend Kirsten would be obsessed with all these cat songs. There's one that's like, um, God, I got, I got a texture for the cat songs. There's one that came out recently that's just like, there's so many examples of it. I'm going to text her so she gets back to us because I really want to know the other cat songs. And you're going to laugh so fucking hard. I swear to God, it'll be worth it. Can you just pause once? You're not pausing the show. You can keep going. No, no, we don't know. We can keep going. Uh, speaking of cats, you watched The Tiger King. Oh How many episodes God. have you seen? I've seen three. Oh, my I saw God. The, I saw the I'm girl a- get her. Um, Arm hold on. Off. I'm texting my friends. This is going to be worth it, I promise. I know this is pr- unprofessional uh, broadcasting guest. So Tiger oh, King. T- Tiger King. You got, you got Joe it. Exotic, who has, he's a gay man. He kind of reminds me of Tim Dillon owned Tigers and wasn't that funny. But I don't know, just like the idea of him, like, yeah. you don't picture him being gay. And then everything about him is gay. <laughs> Yeah, he's you the know. most gay man ever. He's one of those times where you're like, oh, he's gay. It's like one of the least interesting things about him is that he's a flamboyant gay man. <laughs> you know, it doesn't even register on top of everything else. You know who he reminds me of is a um, a couple characters. Mr. G from Summer Heights High. Yeah. Um, uh, Thomas Lennon's character from Reno 911. Mm-hmm. Um, and... God, there's a Corky from um, Waiting for Guffman. There's something about him, like when it's not a character, when it's, this is like his authentic self, even though it is a character. We should tell them he what just, he does. Oh, yeah, but keep going. So Joe Exotic, is um, he owns a private tiger and lion, a zoo, a private zoo, essentially. Yeah, these he guys all it. own these private zoos with tons of tigers, and people pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like, as much as it's like, for no offense, it's like white trash skiing. Like, it, they spend that much. It's like Disneyland for, like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like, it's for people that are just like, I want a picture with a tiger. And it's like a man's dream. A man is crying in it because he touched a tiger. And he paid, like, <laughs> I'll give him all my money. I don't care. I just want a picture with a tiger. It's just like, what I mean, I don't mean to say white trash because I know that's derogatory, but it's like it it's I just don't understand the thrill of it. It's a step. Of, it's a step below Disney World. Disney World is also a ridiculous thing for an adult to love to go to. But whatever. But it's almost emotional how I like these people get so psyched about tigers and these zoo men uh, defend their whole operation by saying that they're spreading awareness about tigers. Meanwhile, yeah, they don't fucking know anything about tigers or their habitats or their like they're on the endangered <laughs> species list. They just like tigers. Well, they like the money. It all it's about now. At There's first, so much Ex- fucking money in the tiger biz. Dude. Yeah, Joe Exotic got into it initially because he actually did like he didn't have baby tigers, and then he got some baby tigers, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then he started going to malls, and he started making make... like fifteen to thirty grand. <laughs> of fucking, yeah, guys. 
if you haven't seen, he can make um something like one hundred fifty thousand dollars off a baby cub uh, while it's a baby. <laughs> Because people, he just holds it up to people's faces and has it. T- people take a so picture. So quick, so quick. It's like <laughs> he's just. It's cha-ching, cha-ching, and he's holding up grandma. Get a picture. All right, baby, get a picture with the tiger. He just holds this tiger that is just literally just been pulled from its mother's womb, like prematurely, and then, probably. And then there's like other guys too. There's a uh, pose with the, the ultrasound. Name? Sorry. What What's the other guy's name? Um, Doc Antle, who is Doc another Antle. like homosexual man who is an, um, but he's not gay. Ego, he's not gay. He really? Well, I don't know. He like oh, he's he not out. He no, he breeds women and cats. Like literally, oh, I his didn't whole see the thing, women part. Oh, sorry. Oh, he's he not to, gay. I thought he was gay. No, no, he's not gay. He actually has nine different wives. Okay, well, that sounds a little bit gay to me, to be honest. <laughs> Like, if you're doing something weird with wives, maybe you're, I don't know. I think that controlling women in that way, maybe hating them because you're not maybe attracted. I'm, I'm just, he comes off so homosexual to me. No, well, I mean, it could just be the long hair. <laughs> he is a fucking doofus. He's, he, to me, he came off creepier to me than He's the worst. Coded. Because yeah. what happens in the documentary, which is fascinating, is that they... And and the guy making the documentary annoys me too. I think he's a little too in it. There's a lot of shots of him in the mirror. Don't care for that. A lot just there's a lot of the the director in it which we don't need, but maybe we'll need it later. I don't know if he's setting something up. But what he did that I think was shifty and obviously shows us the real Doc Antle cuz Doc Antle if you don't know is a competitor but also this guy uh Exotic Joe's like like king like just who he'd like to be like it's almost like doc Antle like uh, is like who do you want to be I, I i was looking at like the way i used to look at sarah silverman in the beginning of my career like if i could only do that and then you like start being in their world and you're like oh my gosh you still revere them in this weird way but you're also yeah. like in the same business so that's how i felt I feel like Doc Antle is this, but he's worse than Joe Exotic. He's a terrible person. But like the guy in the beginning of the documentary says, cat people are fucking insane. They're all weird. (laughs) They're all so crazy. Oh, but the thing that I don't like that the director does, you notice this, Doc Antle's trying to like direct it as he goes, you guys. So he'll like tell the documentary crew, like, do you want to get me uh, introducing this? So he'll like walk up to a TV and be like, and this is me when I was on the set of NYPD Blue. And this is once when we were on Blue Bloods. And this is, and then he, and then he thinks the shot is done and he goes, do you get it? Is that good? Okay, let's go to the front door. I'll act like I'm opening it to invite you in. I think it'll be a good shot. We got the bushes there. We got the uh, we got the the door. <laughs> it, it's just freshly painted. And then he like goes to the door, but they they keep all that in, which I think is shady. Well, I think. Well, yes, but I think it just shows how much of a control freak he is. This guy. Ah. There. They're all he's an ins- you'll find out more. I like. I wish you watched more of it. I mean, I gave you the homework assignment. I wish you, you lo- watched less. I know. I watch literally every episode, dude. Well, I you get so love addicted. cats. You became so addicted to cats. Yeah, before this. So then when this came on, I was like, does God know like something about me? Like I thought he was speaking to me and I finished it. I think, Or the algorithm anybody. just noticed that you were watching a lot of YouTube videos of big cats and was like, hey, there's this new docuseries. Meanwhile, it's just everyone's getting this docuseries sent yes, to them. Everyone is. Yes, but you were like, true. oh, my God, are they watching my. The thing is. <laughs> 
you're not alone, clearly. I'm watching this documentary. I'm like, people fucking love big cats. What is the deal? Andrew, you definitely got into big cats in a weird way. Why? I just think they're one. You would have been a guy paying 700 bucks to hold a cat. I know it. Back when you were 28, if you had an extra, like, you would have paid for anything to get a picture with a cat for your profile, right? Well, well, I think people want a picture with the cat more than ever because of social media. I think if you took away social media, the cost of a baby tiger would cut in half or not a quarter. That's a good point. Well, you can just, uh, yeah, that's a good point. But I'm saying you as you. No, I would spend more now. now. Yes, if I was 28 now with this kind of climate and I could get, you know, 4,000 likes on Instagram and have a new profile picture, me sucking a little baby tiger's cock, (laughs) you know, I would do anything, Um, especially a white tiger. Knowing what you know from the documentary, though, would you support these guys' business if you had the money? Mm. Would you go check it out? Hmm. That's Mm. a good question. I don't know because I've been to zoos before. I just feel like zoos. Do you want to take a picture with one of those tigers? Would you pay to get a picture right now? Hmm. Screw being 28. I mean, we can just jump to what you are. and. Yeah. <sighs> That'd be tough. Okay, so the answer is probably yes. I don't know if I'd. Yeah, probably. I mean, I went to a, um, a place called Barizona when I was driving through the country. Um we just saw my ex-boyfriend and I saw all these signs for a place called Bearzona and I was like really obsessed with bears at the time. I really I have nightmares about getting mauled by bears and being attacked by bears, but I also love them. And so I was like, let's stop and go see. There's like bears walking around like a park and you get to drive through it like safari times. No, it was not that. It was like bears within like a really small, like they had acreage, but not that much. They all had like moss growing on them because they were so sad and slow and like didn't, they literally had mold growing on them. Um, and you, but you would just walk, drive through and grizzlies were like right there just like lumbering around and it was really sad. And then as, as I'm driving through, we start Googling like, I just Googled PETA, Arizona, and I was like, oh, fuck. We got to get the fuck out of here. I'm so sad that I supported this. Yeah, I think there's a difference between, like, if I if the Tigers were at, like, a like a city zoo where I feel like they're getting plenty of food and they're getting taken care of at least better, then I would feel more comfortable taking a picture with one. Yes. But after seeing these guys feed them, like, Wal- old Walmart meat and they don't feed them enough— Right. And it's like it just gets sadder and sadder the more you watch a documentary. No, I don't want but to then, hear that. Like Carol. No, but it's not about the animals as much as like these people are just horrendous. Like they're Carol, fascinating the gr- and horrendous. Yeah. The woman in the in the in the show. Carol. May, you're going to find out some. Have you found out any dirt on her yet? No. Other than that. She's trying. See, she profits off this shit, too. She's yes. fucking full of shit. This woman. Yeah, well, uh, don't spoil it for me. I, have, I had okay, a feeling that was coming because they were setting it up like this woman that Joe is in a battle with because she wants to shut him down because she works for w- Big Cat Rescue. She actually has a park, too, where she rescues in these Florida, tigers yeah. and takes them in and gives them a better life. And people come through and pay to get their pictures taken with these tigers in big cages. I think it's less disgusting than what he's doing, and she obviously has to profit in some way to – support these tigers because it is so much money to feed them and take care of them but 
Um, I'm interested to see how it gets shadier. Um, this might be a, a perfect time to share with you this thing. Andrew, this is serious. I'm not even joking you. It seems like a prop I just had on hand. <laughs> you have a tiger okay. cup? What? If you had a tiger right now, I'd lose my fucking mind. You have Marion. I have Marion. Marion is. Okay, so Marion, okay, dogs. You get a picture with this dog. It's the same thing as a baby tiger. Um, Look at this thing. But, yeah, I mean, in a weird way, dogs are meant to, like, be wild creatures, but she's so. Dude, so many people get a dog as an extension of themselves. Well, To duh. make themselves look better. Like, or look cooler. Well, that brings us to why I'm struggling with this decision that I wrote inside of a notebook that I found in my mom's kitchen. Well, yeah, what do you which, got? Which, by the way, I just, I can't wait to tell you what I found in this notebook that my mom has. It's so funny. But um, I wrote down, uh, and this is not me being cutesy, trying to make something that I can put on social media. I really, like, I've turned into a 12-year-old girl since living at home. Um right back into where I left. Um, should I get a cat is the name of this list. And these are the pros and pros cons. and cons of getting. A cat. Okay. Let's hear the pros. <laughs> okay. Should I get a Wait, cat? Let me, let me set it up as a second. Nikki Glazer. Should Nikki Glazer get a cat? Should get I a cat? get a cat? Um, <laughs> okay. This was after I watched tiger man or whatever the hell that was. What's it called? Tiger King. Tiger King. I watched Tiger King, and then I slept with Tiger King rolling around in my head, and then I woke up, and I had dreams about cats, and I was like, oh, my God, I should get a cat. Okay. Should I get a cat during coronavirus? (laughs) Okay, pros. Affection. Okay. I'm very desperate for that right now. You were talking- You literally have a dog in your lap right now. But keep going. Touche. <laughs> I need more though. I want more. Yeah, you need a cat on your head. Okay, keep going. Okay. Sorry. I won't I won't I won't No no no, I like that. I, I okay. please. Helping an okay. animal in need. I would get okay. a foster cat, a cat that so it'd make me feel good. Um kittens are so cute. <laughs> so you're However, gonna get a young cat. No, I think I have to get an old cat. So scratch that. We can just scratch that. But they are Literally, so cute. You're saying kids are so cute, so are baby tigers. I know. I'm going back on everything I just said. Believe me, I know this. Um, they'll they'll te- they'll help me learn about myself. <laughs> I just wrote learn about myself. I don't know what I meant. Oh, I know what I meant because when I got dogs, I changed. Like they dre- like you didn't know me before I had dogs, but I was even less loving and kind than I oh my <laughs> struggle God. to be now. Maybe you should get nine cats then. You'd be <laughs> a decent human being. No, my, my dogs like made me vegan. They made me realize what true love is and like how you can love something. They taught me to love. So a cat might teach me something about myself. Because a lot of my friends have said that cats are like you have to earn their affection. So they kind of teach you how um, to deal with men too. Because <laughs> they're like men. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I can practice on a cat. I can practice. Uh... Hi, Marion. Yes, I'm not going to get a cat. Don't worry. Okay. Um, you can put, it helps you put the focus on something else. Okay. So just displacing focus. Um, you get to care for something. Okay. So I'm getting, uh, get comfortable for this, Andrew. Mother, oh my God, that's Coming hilarious. In. 
motherly vibes. I can um, help do, I can like take care of something and it'll make me feel like I'm mothering something, which is like what my body is crying for me to do anyway. And then company. It'll keep me company. Cons. Money. Okay. That's not a big thing. Not with a cat. I don't know in the... What? I mean, you're going to have to get this cat food. You're going to have to get a cat food. I mean, are you thinking about getting a cat while you're living at your parents? Yes. Okay. How's Marion and Wiley with a cat? I mean, I just saw an alert, dude, that we're going to be in here for 20 weeks. 20 weeks. That's enough to get time to get a cat and to like feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm settling in, dude. Wait, four months? Wait. Um, it just said up to 20 weeks. That's what the Daily Mail just said when I pulled it up. Coronavirus lockdown could last 10, oh, sorry, 10 to 12 weeks. Well, that's pretty okay. still long, long. That's long enough that's to get to know a cat camp. and then give it to my parents when I don't want to take it home. Um, cat lady <laughs> stigma. I feel like you already have that. What? you asshole do i really as i wear a taylor swift shirt at my parents house haven't had a boyfriend forever um have a a dog in a in a purse around my head um let's just say if you got a cat people go huh Hmm. it makes sense oh you know what fuck you for that honestly You think I have cat lady? I have cat lady. Energy? Not like crazy, crazy cat lady, but a little bit of cat lady. Sure. I mean, you're but literally also, writing down. Why do I get a cat? So you don't think I you have really, any cat lady? I don't think cat ladies actually do that. I think they just get them. Okay. Well, I they're would, just I compelled would, to get them. I think they got pros and cons in there. How heads. am I a 35 year old woman who's never had a cat before? If I'm a cat lady, um, I'm a because... bird bitch, and you know it. <laughs> and that brings us. To our next con, I can't get a bird. Now, I'm not saying I can't get a bird. I'm saying it makes it a little bit harder to get a bird. Oh, because the cat will eat the bird? Yes. But does that really happen? Or is that like a cartoon? I base everything off of cartoons I watched (laughs) when I was five years old and not since because they actually really aren't that entertaining. People who like Tom and Jerry and like Bugs Bunny as adults, check yourself. Well, I don't. Is that a thing? Like people watch them without their kids? I mean, that is. That's um, weird. I think so, dude. Like, I mean, I, that's a yeah. That's that is a kind of crazy that I. But can't I understand watching like cartoons like The Emperor's New Groove, which is made for kids, but else actually is like adultly funny. Or uh, Family Guy. I don't know, like actually funny things. No, like, but, like up, up, inside out. Those kind of sure, movies, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a cartoon where a fucking. But being like, I really relate to Taz is like an absurd thing. (laughs) Or like to think Foghorn Leghorn is like a a comedic, like, I don't know, artifact. Like of just like, oh man, he was the best. Like what did he do besides have a funny voice? And Bugs is always just like, it's for kids who like don't know better. Like you sometimes go back and watch Saved by the Bell and you're like, this wasn't funny at all. And you know why? Because it was it's bad and dumb people like bad things and kids are dumb. So yeah, I always I mean, go back only... and I think, yeah, I think about Full House and Say by the Bell and I'm like, this wasn't funny. Why did I think this was funny? I have a good sense of humor. I'm Nikki Glazer. And then I go, wait a second. You were a kid. You were dumb. And this is 
kind of for dumb people. And good thing it was because that's why kids like things because they can understand it. Yeah, there's only so many times the coyote can get tricked and you go, again? I don't even think I was interested in it as a kid. I liked Rugrats. I liked Doug. I liked. You liked Saved by the Bell because you were in school when you were watching it. You liked uh, Full House because you had a family. Don't like tell you me. You were in the middle of those things. No. You're a cat Save lady. by the Bell. Save I by mean, the what? Bell. Oh, <laughs> back to that. Save by the Bell I loved because I was like wanted to be Kelly Kapowski someday so bad and I wanted to be Zach Morris someday so bad and I was it was conflicting feelings of wanting to be both of them and I just loved the storylines I loved the drama I loved the love story that's why I loved it I was like in fifth grade watching Saved by the Bell I wasn't like going to high school with a sweet locker and a fun little crop top that's what I thought high school would be is lockers and crop tops now you're Kelly just Jesse crying about being on pills. I can't believe. I know. I turned into a Jesse out of all the things I could have been. I had. Remember when Jesse ended up in that movie Showgirls where she had that oh, fuck yeah. scene in the pool? That was the hottest. That was like so much before porn on the internet because everyone was fucking talking about that sh- that pool scene. And the pool scene from. Uh, there were two legendary pool scenes. There was that one. And the one from the ones wild the girls things. Were, wild things. Yeah, yeah. I never saw either of those. Although, oh, have you watched Killing from... Eve? No. That's. I just started that last night. God damn it! Is that girl <laughs> the main girl so hot? And this she's like, fucking Corona has just turned us into the most boring. We're all so boring now. We're just like, oh, you want to get interesting? This? Okay, let's talk about jerking no, off or no, not jerking off. No, no, off. no, 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 no. I'm not saying. I think it is interesting that we are all. Turning into like, have you no, seen but Killing this? Eve? You got to see it, dude. She's so hot and so badass and such a fucking psychopath. Like, is like it what's she, her name from Fleabag? No, she wrote oh. it. Uh, Phoebe oh, Waller Bridge oh. wrote it. Um, but Sandra O oh stars in it. Okay. She's Eve. And Sandra O, oh, I've always said, is amazing because when she, whenever she's in bed with a guy and he comes, he's always screaming her last name. Got it. What? Can you imagine? Oh. Uh, it's uh, someone always goes, Colin. <laughs> I can, I, and it's me. <laughs> no, it's a Colin. Girl, it's a girl screaming, Colin, thinking about her ex boyfriend, Colin. Yeah, or Colin, an ambulance, or Colin, <laughs> the cops. Colin to the podcast. You guys are recording. Um, Colin, okay. how is? Uh, let's skip back to masturbating. You've been Glazer masturbating too work. much. Are you like sore right now from everything? I mean, you know, your boy likes it dry. Um, I might start introducing lotion every other day or something just to protect my <laughs> penis. Not for, not for, not for it to make it feel better. Just because your dick maybe needs, just my use dick needs Neosporin. My dick is yelling, Colin, stop! Oh my god, how many times are you jerking off? I mean, a day? I mean, definitely once a day, sometimes twice. I mean. My, but it's already getting old a little bit. I think by day fifteen, I'll, I'll probably not even. I'll be asexual, even or even less than that. I just, I just think I came from the road where I was getting a lot of like fun pussy, and now I got nothing, so I was all horned up. But I think it might die down and then come back again when we get when we get closer to this finish line. Ooh, right, boy. Oh my god, people! I can't wait because I've really found that I thought that a lot of guys that I've just been like you know texting with would come through and like build something to the point where we could have some like phone sex and stuff. 
I just want to like jerk off with someone across, you know, like this is kind of the ideal situation for me since I'm scared of intimacy is just to like, Oh, I'll just like talk on the phone with boys, text boys, but none of them are active right now. Like, I feel like guys are going through guys aren't as like eager to make connections, but they're going to be because this is going to yeah. last a lot longer <laughs> and we're going to come out of this. And I feel like guys are going to want to like settle down after this shit a little bit more. They're going to go wild oh. for a while. And then, but I know that I am thinking about how I cannot go through this. If this happens again, how I want to go through it. And I really want to go through it with a boyfriend yeah. and with my family, but I'm happy to be with my family. Um, because my dad and I like have a vibe that's kind of fun. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but I, I, I definitely want a boyfriend and I feel like guys are going to come out of this in the same way of like, Oh shit, life is short. I want to have a kid, da, 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 you know, like settling down vibes after this. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I think it would be, I'd be way happier if I, but then again, would you, I mean, it depends how big your no. house is. It's always green. Grass is greener. But yeah. what I would like is to have someone to have sex with and watch TV shows with in bed and like be and hug and feel like we're like I don't I have no um, intimacy. I feel like. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't have someone that you already like, even if I don't know. Yeah. It, I think that's the best feeling. And that's the feeling that you want right now. It's like pretty lonely to be a single person right now. But I think it's about to get fun i think people are going to reach a point where we kind of lean into this and once we're all like we know who like i have not been exposed to anything since last friday or no last saturday so it's been a week it's been eight days for me i'm gonna wait 14 days and then if there are other people doing 14 days and have 14 days with no symptoms we can start uh, hooking up yeah that's the thing i'm like everyone start quarantining now so we can hook up in two weeks because once we know point. who has it and who doesn't have it, we can go, hey, you don't have it either. You you haven't been at a grocery store in two weeks. You haven't been to the bank. You haven't been out to a bar. Okay, great. Let's rub our genitals on each other. Like, it's that's when we can start doing that. But right now, it, all we have is masturbation. But I'm not even masturbating, dude. I can't. I'm at my parents' house, which feels weird to do here. And also, I just can't get horny right now. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, my horniness is definitely dying every day for sure. Yeah. It's not peaking. Um, well, did you see the poll I did on Twitter? What was it? I said, uh, it's funny that you even brought this up. Last night, I just wanted to know because I was kind of feeling horny after watching Killing Eve and I felt uncomfortable because I was with my parents, but whatever. I know that they were feeling it too. It's like a sexy show, but it's a very murdery show. The girl is just so, I'm fucking, I'm into it. Um, okay, so I wrote, um, masturbating during pan, masturbating during pandemic, more, less, or same. Do you want to guess the results? More. Um, is it by gender, or is no. it just general? Um, I would say my first instinct is more, but because of this conversation, I think, and what you're saying is less. People are saying less. No, more. It's 46%. Oh, oh. Uh, 47% say they masturbate more right now. And this is out of 27,000 people who voted. Wow. More. I know. More. Um, 50% say more. 20% say less. And 
uh, 35% same. And I know those don't add up, but it's like around those numbers. So it's so like a lot of people like, are like, yeah, but they're average. They're doing, doing the more. same or more. Yeah, for sure. And everyone said that anyone who said less is because they have kids to take care of constantly. And I'm like, OK, but you weren't masturbating when your kids were at school before. So that doesn't really check out. But I understand being more exhausted. Yes, and I just think and that I also understand I can't masturbate. My parents are in the house. I feel really weird if my dad's like, "Hey, Nick, want to go for a walk?" When he like knocks on my door and I'm fucking watching, just can the, you like, can you an do that again? In, video. Do, do it again in a week too. I'd like to. It'd be interesting to me. Oh, that's I feel an like, interesting thing. I'll do that. I think people will. Die, I feel like people will die off because I think literally. You know, yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they said they were testing in Iceland or something, and eighty percent of people have it, or something crazy. Like everyone's like gonna get it. It's almost like herpes. It's it's like everyone's gonna get it, so, or HPV. It's like we might as well just get it already. I know, but then the, <laughs> no, I know, I, I know, I know. Obviously, it's, they don't have enough ventilators. My mom decided to make uh, masks last night. She got a little stoned, and she would be horrified if I was sharing this. But she like takes one half a hit of weed. Meanwhile, I'm smoking so much pot. But my mom takes one half a hit and is like, I got high. I shouldn't have gotten high. And she's like pulling out fabric, pulling out a sewing machine, <laughs> like Rosie the Riveter, just like getting to work for the troops, like, and, and decided to make masks. I printed out a whole pattern for her. And then she's in the middle of it and she's like, I shouldn't have gotten the the pot weared off, I guess. And she was just like, I shouldn't have gotten high. This is too much. I don't want to do any of this. <laughs> But she's a lot like me. Like I smoke weed and I just like have ideas. I want to make things. And then I, then I like don't, I'm not high anymore. And I'm like, why do I want to, I don't want to really do this. Yeah. How are you doing with no addiction? Mm, I'm good. I've just, uh, it was, it was weird. Like, so I was sick, um, like a week and a half ago until like, I don't know, about four days ago. So I, I honestly think I might've had it because I was like really like all the sim, like whatever. I was just fucked up, and yeah. then I felt really good, and I was like so fucking happy. And then last night I started to feel a little shitty again, which is kind of whatever. You know me though; I'm like con- constantly like checking in. But that being said, um, I'm kind of having fun with it. I think it's becoming kind of a new normal in a way. Um, you know, I I miss performing and shit. I miss like you know, just freedom. But like mentally, I think I'm pretty stable still. Uh, yeah, me too. I don't, um, have you cried yet? No, I haven't cried. Um, my brother wants me to go out to Connecticut, Connecticut, maybe. And, um, so that's like a whole dilemma. Like, should I go spend time with family where I don't get to be on my own schedule? And the answer to that is no, you have an excuse not to, too, because, you know, yeah, the world is kind of fucked right now and you you shouldn't be out there and they sh- you shouldn't be exposed to them. I mean, I'm using it as an excuse to not see my nephew and niece as long as I can. I'm in St. Louis <laughs> and like my pa- my parents are dying to go see the kids and I'm like, I can push it. <laughs> it's like being around little kids right now. I don't sorry. I didn't ask to be an aunt. I don't really, I, I, I love, I love them in little doses, but like my, my parents love them in big doses because they're grandparents. And for some reason, like grandparents just like love grandkids so much. Thank God they do. We need that. 
But as an aunt, I love my nephew and niece as much as I, I can. But I don't want to be around them for more than an hour a week. <laughs> <laughs> now, my sister and brother-in-law, I can fucking live with them. But the kids, it's just like I when they're grown up and when they're, they have conversations and they can, like, be chill, I can't wait to hang out with them. But kids do not – they're not fun to me. I don't like playing with them. I don't like it. Yeah, and I don't want to feel – I mean, on <laughs> – I could probably do three hours, but that's I'm not pretty try- long. I mean, I could do I'm not three. Trying to brag. Listen, I do. I was exaggerating, but I'm not kidding. No, you. After an hour, I, I start to go. Okay, I'm enough. Yes, yes. This is the I oldest mean, it- story in the book. Kids are fucking annoying and relentless. They never. St- My sister's like he never stops and he never plays on his own. You have to play with him constantly. Uh, he, she said, the only my my nephew Arlo, who's almost three, he will not play on his own. So they have to play with him the all the time yes. yeah. yeah that is tough. i hate playing with kids i used to babysit <laughs> and i had all these ways to not play with kids i used to play this thing called um surgery where they would be doctors and they would be doing surgery on me and i could just lay there like a body my thing is is like so one of my nephews loves like legos like star wars too and i've never been That's into fun. star wars but i've never okay. been into it i hate star wars actually but no. I'll, like, build something with him. But I could build one car. But if you want me to build – I'm not starting a factory with you. I'm not we're, not – we're not building a business together. Yeah. I'll do – I could do one car. Like, I'll do three tires. He has a, but he I'm has not, a great – he has a giant plan for you guys. <laughs> he has a plant. A, literally a plant. A plant. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he I wants just, to like, build a society. He wants to have a yeah. constitution <laughs> for his <laughs> – and I and my I have ADD. I'm like into it. I'll be like, look, I'll build you one car, but I'm on my way, bro. Like I got to get yeah. out of here. And, yeah, well, um, you don't. He's the he's the Elon Musk, and you're one of the workers. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you don't need to hang out all day. So and then he's like, the innovator. God, that kid's gonna be. He's he's, he's gonna make the world brilliant. a better place. Yeah, he's he really is. He's so. I mean, these Thank kids God. are insanely smart. I don't get know. him started on my bunker, the blueprints. I'll, oh, I'll, he could build you a Lego bunker in probably an hour and a half. I'm not kidding you. I'm getting a bunker. I'm getting out of this situation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I'm. I just was talking to my friend last night about <laughs> this all, and she has more information than me. And she was like, "Yeah, this. We realize that comedy is like doesn't really matter, and nothing matters. And if you want to survive, you just have to have a lot of money." And so now I'm just like, I got to get fucking ton of money and I got to build a bunker like seriously tomorrow. Like, like I got to get like started on it. underground bunker? No, I mean, it has underground parts to it, but I want to build, I want to build buy buy some land where climate change isn't going to be, it's like the weather isn't as gnarly where I can just settle in, have decades worth of food stored, mm-hmm. uh, water, water storage, all the things that you need. I mean, I just got to hire someone to do it. I don't know what you need. I don't even have a fucking go bag. But I, I, I want that's the if I had a lot of money right now, if I was multi multi millionaire, man, that's what I would be doing. I don't understand why but what's anyone even the would point be doing of, anything different. But why do you even want like at that point? It's like what you just want to live in isolation and everyone else dies. Like why even have the bunker? Okay, why not well, I didn't put- tell you my other plan, which is having cyanide pills when it doesn't oh. <laughs> doesn't seem great. 
I just asked my ex-boyfriend the other day. I was like, will you b- build me a bunker if I get enough money? Like, how much will you need? And he quoted me a price. And, he, and I go, and I want an out, too, if it, like, you know, if life sucks. And he's like, <laughs> I go, like, just put some guns in there. And he goes, we'll have guns, but we'll have a cyanide pill. And I was like, oh, my God, that is, I felt so seen. I was like, we are meant to be. <laughs> you're literally going to, like, <laughs> the second day, you're going to be opening a can of beans. And there's going to be no internet. There's going to be no, no internet. No can opener. And there will be no can opener. And you're going to be like trying to use your nail and then your teeth. And then you're going to try to use a rock. And then you're like, give me the pill. Like it's going to be yeah. like an hour and a half. I'll, I'll shoot the can a couple times with the. It's what like I do 10, think might happen. cans when all you, when need, all you need is a can opener. I was thinking like. If this does keep happening, like keep like having viruses where old people die, the tolerance on people, it's going to get less and less. It's going to get fucking weird out there. If it's like, let's say we're like 30 viruses from now, right? Okay. It's going to like people's tolerance for people staying alive and not being able to live is going to get less and less. It's going to get weird. Um, like, yeah, that's what happens in war. That's what happens yeah. in famine. You Death becomes so prevalent that you stop feeling it and you stop caring and it's just yeah. a part of life. I mean, there's so many countries and people that have lived and are living right now, even before this pandemic, in way worse situations. We all have like internet and food and grocery stores and friends and FaceTime <laughs> and these people, you know, we're such I literally babies. ordered a burrito off a of seamless like the like, we're just such- like an hour ago. My biggest complaint is that I can't work. Oh, no. <laughs> when when like this has been a yeah, it's I think the best that life ever was is in the past. I think it's all downhill from here. Do you feel that way? Mm, that doesn't no. mean you can't have great times, but I feel like the glory days of this of human civilization are over for no, people of I our um class. I, which is a high class. I I don't know. You'd have to ask me, you'd have to ask me that in like like after this is over. Well, like, I th- <laughs> my point is that it's never going to be over. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think like we thought the same way when it was swine flu or like the Spanish. No, we like, didn't. You know what? Well, no, I'm just saying like throughout time, I'm sure people were like with tuberculosis where like people were dying like by the thousands. Yeah. They probably were like, dude, it will never get better than the jazz. You're right. You're right. Than the ja- like we were playing jazz yesterday or like the Great Depression in 1929. People were like. The Roaring Twenties were before. We'll never get. We'll never. Yeah, be. that's a good point. There's always like you always feel like this is. It's never going to get better because you're in it. That's a good point. Yeah, I so. I read something so good last night and I posted on my Instagram story. It was about Shakespeare. Shakespeare lived through plagues. Now they used plagues used to like wipe out like 50 percent of the population every couple years in europe and and i might i'm might be totally off on this but it was something that <laughs> yeah something big yeah and it was and no one understood why who who died from the plague and who didn't i mean obviously there weren't like science was not good in the 1500s and so the one family your neighbors the whole family would get wiped out you would get none of it and no one would know why but they just would batten up the hatches they would make sure that um they would do. They would pretty much quarantine themselves, uh, like we're doing right now, when the plague yeah. would be sweeping through. And during these times, now uh, Shakespeare's famous for writing like uh, ten plays within a five-year span, 
and everyone like 10 of the classics and everyone goes oh he wrote two plays a year because they just take 10 plays divided by five but the truth is he he banged out like four plays in one year six in the other and the reason is is because the other times were when the plague wasn't happening and so when the plague happened we got these like he just had these creative surges um and where he was he couldn't do anything but write so we got shakespeare because of quarantine and because of plagues and also um that was a reason why he like people couldn't go out and see his plays when the plague was going on there was nothing for him to go perform he was a he wanted to make plays and show them so when he was robbed of his thing like we are being robbed of ours right now he like went in and prepared for when the plague lifted and then he had all these fucking bangers waiting to go but it's really a fascinating article that was in slate if you just google shakespeare plague it like as an artist it made me feel so much better um about what this could mean for for us yeah i mean i think you definitely can like let's spin it and look at it as a positive like you get to get have time to do things that you never got to do because you've always felt rushed or you always felt like i i how many times have people said, I don't have the time? Well, now you do. Yep. Now so you now do. it's all on you. Now, the only problem in that is Shakespeare is a brilliant. Like, sometimes people will see that and then be like, so I can do something. And then you start writing and you're like, I don't know how to spell. You know, like, you got to find yeah. what you were passionate about. And maybe you won't be great at it. Maybe you always wanted to learn guitar. Maybe you always wanted to, uh, you know, order a pocket pussy online. You know, something. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you could become great at it. It doesn't have to be Shakespeare. But well, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm not telling you that. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, look, I, I, you can look at it. There's a lot of things out there right now that are like, like I joined if TikTok. You're not using this time, I joined if you're TikTok. Not using this time to write the next great American novel or organize your pantry. It's okay. We're all scared, and I'm just like, don't give me that shit. I want to be yeah. inspired right now to Hell create. Yeah. Like, I. I don't want to feel bad about not creating, but like we should all be doing shit right now that we've never done before. And you should feel the pressure to do it. I think like, but it doesn't have to be like writing, doing something difficult. It can be doing something fun, like you said, but it should be something that you've been putting off because now you have to ask yourself, was I not doing that because I didn't have the time or was I not doing that because I was scared? Yeah. And then, if you're not doing it now, then it's because look, you were scared. And that's only to people who don't who have time on their hands. I I'm know a lot be, of people I'm, don't. This is gonna like I'm gonna be very revealing here, but for months oh, I didn't shit. wanna I didn't wanna join TikTok, okay? I yeah. said, fuck TikTok. It's for the kids. This isn't about me. Yesterday I did my first TikTok dance. And at okay. nine forty literally at nine in the morning I go, I don't wanna fucking do TikTok. This is I literally said outside, fuck TikTok. By 11, I did my first dance. Right. And I've, I've never felt better in my life. Like, it Whoa, is. Whoa, really? I'm telling you, you got to do the Bieber dance. Learn the Bieber and Haley like one. one. rock? Yes. Yes. It's, or something like that. I'm telling I've you. I've never seen anything <laughs> less interesting. Why do... And I, I, don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like... Do people but, like watching it? Because I'm not in. I I understand doing something that people could be entertained by. Like I loved the um, Drake Kiki. Do you love me? Like I yeah. liked that dance. This rock lean with it rock. <laughs> I hate it. 
But if people it, are entertained by it, it, I gotta do it. I gotta give in. Do it. I'm not gonna be someone. I was struggling with this yesterday too. Of like, Nikki, you gotta get into TikTok. Instagram is gonna fade. TikTok's gonna be the new thing. Don't be behind on this. Don't be an old lady. But I, I gotta be honest. I'm just not entertained by TikTok. Okay, but this is the thing. When people go, well, that's for young people. Uh, the internet, Instagram is what five years old. Facebook is fifteen years old. Like these aren't like. <laughs> no, I it know has, that it's for. No, young no, people. I know. I, I, no, I'm no, no. I'm saying it's. it's I, I'm saying I don't think it's for young people. I think TikTok. It isn't. Be, yeah, it's not. It's old not. people but, like it. I'm not saying that it's. I don't like it because the young kids are so stupid and they like this thing. My friends love TikTok. People I respect comedically love TikTok. I have not embraced it yet in that way. I just got to get on there and explore and, like, really get into it. So if anyone wants to, like, give me pointers <laughs> about how to do TikTok and how to really enjoy it and have fun, hit me up in my DMs. It is funny seeing, like, um, all these, like, celebrities that probably haven't seen their family or, like, talked to their kids that much. And now they're all on TikTok with their kids, like... Oh, I always loved my kids. You know, it's like, where was this before the plague? You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's re- I think. Yeah, I'm oh, I'm so jealous of celebrities kids. They're like in, in like How so? all, all the time. I was watching. Who was I watching yesterday? Padma you know, I Lakshmi. wanted to make that one of the. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know if we could talk for, for the show. One of the things I wanted. Oh, to, the show that doesn't exist anymore because the yeah, plague. I, I, I wanted one of the things to be celebrity kids. I thought that would yeah, be Yeah, celebrities fun. kids are, like, fascinating to me for sure. That's a good one. Um, I just, like, yeah. I was watching, I was watching uh, Padma Lakshmi oh, sorry, yesterday. Joanne. Like, Who are you watching? Cook with sorry. her daughter. Oh. Padma Lakshmi. Do you know her? Yeah, I like her. Top chef host. She seems host. to like stand-up She's amazing. Lot. Yeah, she, I've met her before, and she's a fan of mine, and I'm such a fan of hers, but... She just, like, was making this, and I do a really good Padma. Like, this is a very good Padma. And she was making, hold on, Marion wants to get out. I'm so sorry, little girl. Are you, you want to get out? You want to get out? Yeah, I'm going to get a cat. I just decided. You I want to get a- stick it out through the whole podcast. Oh, my God, she is tangled. Hold on, sorry. No worries. You oh. want to get away from the cat lady? Stop it. Oh, my God, I just... <laughs> You're okay. I hope it picks up that people start calling you the cat lady. Uh, no, please don't. You could be Where queen of going? the. You could be queen of the Persian cat or queen of the, what's the like? I don't even know what kind of cats. There I are. mean, this dog is so freaking cute. I can't even stand it. She's the best. But uh, what were we just saying? Sorry. No, so you were watching her cook with her kid. Um, yeah, and it was just like so soothing, and uh, she was like so gentle and sweet with her daughter and it made me long for that kind of relationship which oh my god by the way the other night um i watched uh miss americana i watched um sorry this no no the other way i put put on the other side yeah (laughs) um i watched i gotta let this dog out i'm so sorry andrew this is yeah no dude nothing matters nothing matters nothing does matter anymore but hurry to fuck up puddles hurry up hurry up puddles i'll i'll keep them entertained so what I was thinking about was um, how life is weird. And um, you ever go to the store and uh, some bitches be trifling and all the bitches are tr- trifling and stuff. And then the bitches be trifling. Oh, hey, what's up? Sorry, I was keeping them entertained. <laughs> I was literally going, you ever been to the store and bitches be trifling? That's what I said over and over trifling. again. Until you- yeah, so you're watching her with her kid. Thanks and, for like, keeping me posted. Um, yeah, but no, the other night, 
I just, it's funny living with my mom because she's getting older and like sweeter and, and just like, she's just like not a very like lovey dovey person, but like. I didn't have a mom that I like would hold hands with and like cuddle with and be like, she's my best friend. Like, yeah, you know, like most people don't have that mom, but some people do. And Taylor Swift has one of those moms. And we watched her documentary the other night and my mom um, and I knew it would happen because I knew my mom would like compare me to Taylor because I'm sitting there like loving everything that she does. And I knew that and her mom is heavily featured in the documentary. Yeah. And and she's really sweet and cuddly and just like such a good like support like stage mom and and first of all the whole movie my mom is just like I love her so much. I just love she is the most talented woman. Like I was almost getting jealous of how much my mom was like leaning into being like she's the coolest. She can do anything. Like things I've always wanted my mom to say about me. I'm just like all right, easy. I know, I know. And then her mom, the whole movie was just like so sweet and kind and um, and lovey dovey. And then I was like, I predicted it because my mom like just started feeling, I think, a little bit like, oh, I'm not like that, you know. So then I go to bed, and this is literally like 15 minutes after we finish watching it, and my mom comes and knocks on my door, and I take the vibrator off my vagina, and I say, Mom, no. Uh, come in I go yeah and she goes um hey uh can I give you a hug and I was just like no because literally I tried to hug her the day before and she was like Nikki get off me we're not hugging right now god damn it and so I was like no you don't get a hug now just because you saw a Taylor Swift documentary and you felt like you had not been as good of a mom and if you had I could be selling out stadiums which you know no one is right now but it was just like have you ever watched something with your mom and had her feel guilty about your childhood. Hmm. I'm trying to think your Probably, act. Yeah, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I'm trying to think about what your podcast. I remember watching. I didn't realize my mom found things so funny or like laughed that hard. I know it's not similar, but it's kind of so in the sense like I didn't know she had such a personality and sense of humor. Mm. Until we watched something about Mary together in the movie theater. And she was laughing like black people were like, shut this woman up. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> how loud she was. She was just like, oh, Frank. I was like, who is this person? Like, and like, that's I don't hilarious. know. It made me. Um, I don't know. It's not the same thing, but like I saw that movie with my bad. dad. That's I mean, so that weird. Movie. We saw that movie with our parents. Also, when I saw that old grandma's tits, I thought about my mom. So. You know, I bet you were a little <laughs> horned up from those tits and you felt weird about it. Made me want a banana split for sure. <laughs> uh, and it's funny that your mom was probably just high and she's like, doesn't she's like, uh, this is like how long she lasts like making masks. It's like how long she lasts trying to like hug you. <laughs> and like, she's like, oh, that's oh, I'm totally just true. I, I'm just well, high. one of my it's to, it's Andrew. You're dead on. My mom really likes me a lot more when she's high or drunk. And it's just a, you know, a thing. And By the way, my you first... gave me shit about picking my toes. You've been picking your nails with a uh, scissor for 45 minutes. I know. I forget that I'm on camera, but, like, it feels so good. Look what I'm doing. There's I need to do I... it. There's nothing I like more because I'm cleaning my cuticles because I don't give a shit about this. And also, <laughs> 
It's like it, it just needed it so bad. There was a piece of dry skin that I was just dying to get at. And like I'm anxious right now. And this is what brings me joy. But I did no, do I'm my nails you. yesterday and they look pretty good. Um, okay. So what I was saying about um, your mom being high. My then, mom. Oh, my first yeah. get my first joke ever. That was like the first joke I wrote where everyone was like, that's a fucking great joke was. And I wrote it right before my last time standing audition in Chicago. I drove to Chicago with like 10 um, or no, it was like 12 male comedians that were, we got a bus. We rented a, a, like a big ass van bus of us and we drove from Kansas city to Chicago and waited out in the cold in the line to go audition. And that night I made it through the first audition. And then that night I was um, performing for like uh, the, the showcase and it was like Lights and camera. I mean, it was a TV show. So it was the the night audition. Only 25 people got through the day auditions. And I was one of them. And that night I was um, ironing a shirt. And I remember where I was when I wrote this joke. But it was like, my mom, um, she gets drunk a lot. But she's like a really nice drunk. That's why we've never got her help for her problem. And she calls us. And she'll call me after she's drunk. She always calls me when she's drunk. She'll leave these messages, and I don't even listen to them, but she called me today and, and was like, Nikki, I'm so sorry I called you so late last night. I was drunk, and... Oh, wait, no. She'll, she'll leave me these messages. Sorry, I'm fucking up the whole joke. No, it's all good. I go, she leaves me these messages where she's like, I love you so much. You're the greatest daughter in the world. I love you so much. I just love you. And then she'll call me the next day, and she's like, Nick, I was drunk last night. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean anything I said. <laughs> and honestly, that joke is just written out of pure truth. <laughs> I'll take it when I can get it. She's like, what did I say last night? You're like, Mom. And you said. I'm like, you said you, you love, love me. And she's me. like, it's I like- know it's too soon. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Meanwhile, my mom would get drunk and call me an asshole and, and then yeah, not apologize. Yeah, we have different moms. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. See, no, my mom would cool. say she, she loves cool. me and then never say it again. And your That's mom so would be a bitch and then not apologize. But then when she was sober, she'd be like, I love you. I'm the, I'm, I'm I know. And then my, when my mom was sober, she would just be Throw back to Throw a knife normal. at you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. And she wasn't. That That's the opposite. Like Because <laughs> she was hungover and angry. Yeah, either hungover or just like white knuckling it and angry that she couldn't drink. You know, I mean, these are all like mean things to say, but I, I have that same problem with alcohol. When I get drunk, I get so fucking nice and I hate it about myself because I would be nice to people that I didn't even like. Yeah, I'd be nice until I wasn't. Sometimes it depends on the if I drank whiskey a lot, you know, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There are times where like if when I had a girlfriend. I would get so drunk that, like, she'd be getting hit on, like, on the other end of the bar. And part of it was on her because she definitely was, like, she knew I was in the bar. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. But whatever. And she'd get hit on and, like, be, like, all flirty. And I would stare hammered. Like, like, like a man, like a crazy person. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's fucking terrible. You would just stare. I would just stare. You would see And, like, people would try to talk to me. I'd be like fucking Mark Wahlberg from Fear, you know? Ew, God, yeah, Andrew, was, bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, bad luck. Anyways, but this was fun. And uh, It was fun. Hey, my friend wrote me back about the other cat song. Oh, yeah, what's the other cat song? And this um, could be the YouTube one- video. Go and watch this cat song on YouTube because I don't – that's usually a thing I do. But anyways, go ahead. I mean, we could watch something else. No, 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 no. The- I, I can't even do it on here. 
So. Um, you know that's that song that's like six underground, the ground beneath your feet. Yeah. Lay down low. <laughs> cats are singing this. There's tons of cats. <laughs> and then there's God, there was a more recent cat. It just song sounds like too. you're doing an Anya impression. <laughs> I mean cat it, Anya definitely sounds like a cat. Anya's sometimes. a little baby tiger cat. Oh my god, she is a cat. But like, there are some songs that are just like meow, 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 <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> then you got like heavy metal where it's just like, wow. Oh, like showing off your cat. cat sound. Yeah, big cat. That's pretty good. How did you learn how to do that? <laughs> Yikes! I could, I could do a. Chicken it also sounds too. like a choking baby. Ready. <laughs> Can you do a dog? Really good. A big dog or a little dog? Big dog? Uh, do- big. <laughs> so good. <laughs> you can just do that if you are if you have a break-in. You should just start making that noise. People will think it's a real dog. That's how I used to hit Or a, an old man dying of corona. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go, Andrew. Uh, right. This was so much fun. I got to go, too, though. So we're both going. We both got to go. We both got to go. Loved it. I love you. Thank you. Stay strong. Love you. I hope we can still you be too. friends after yes, a week Yes, of course. From now. Always. Right. Not always. I don't Not stand always. by that. <laughs> don't argue with me. <laughs> Bottles. Oh, uh, 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 dope lady fire. And I, we could bring it over here. Yeah. All right. Puddles. Puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. No, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now, come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. This episode of Puddles was recorded at Remember to Be Happy Studios. Production by Becky Rodriguez and Tanner Williams. That's Human Places, The Ease of Three, and Lil Kinky 69.